0: Made naturally delicious. The news and talk that affects Springfield. Was that your laptop? For real, I don't know. He's acknowledging now it is his laptop. The border is dangerous, sentinel
1: traffickers, and violent criminals. 93 and AM 560. KWTO.
0: Analysis and opinion. It's the Elijah Har Show on 933 and AM560 KWTO. Every year. Neosho, Missouri hosts the Newton County Watermelon Feed. A bunch of statewide candidates go out there. You always have several hundred red uh party activists come out. They listen to speeches. It's it's all it's a rite of passage. There's only a few events, I would say, annually that are sort of must-attend. The watermelon feed and the bean feed, two of the big ones. Cassville, the Berry County uh, event, the night before the general election is an annual tradition. Springfield always does their summer picnic. St. Charles, Lincoln Day. like You can go through. There's probably six or eight events that are mandatory attendance for statewide officials.
1: Target barbecue.
0: Target barbecue. That's Mm. the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Which is coming up in uh, September, I mid-September. So, we had the watermelon feed this week in Neosha, Missouri. Chandler Haynes, welcome back to the show. You were there.
1: I was. You, I was there, and it was square. A, it was a grand old time. How hot
0: was it? First of all,
1: uh, hovering somewhere in between, uh, <laughs> hovering somewhere in between uh, eleven and a ten, uh, or or just death. Yeah. But honestly, the guys that showed up. I tell you what, there, you know, people. We like to talk about politicians, like, oh, they get a kickback job. It's easy. It's light work. No, Maybe while you're in office, perhaps, perhaps. But I will tell you, every single statewide that was there was in long sleeves and jeans, and our own Jay Ashcroft. He he showed up in a suit, no tie. He ditched the tie, but he showed up in a suit. It was 98 a degrees, house, and I'm just like, this is a this this is a man. This is General Ashcroft's son.
0: Let's set the stage, first of all, because if you've never been to the Newton County Watermelon Feed, New Ocean, Missouri, it's set near a hill, and on the hill there's a massive cross. The candidates always sit Mm. essentially at the feet of the cross, and then Nick Myers, state GOP chair, introduces everybody. You'll have a couple hundred to 300 party activists sitting out there. And listen, we've got every statewide seat's going to have a competitive primary this Absolutely. year. Absolutely, this is a, there's a historic, historic yeah. cycle. It reminds me very much of
1: 2016. Mm-hmm. Same 100%. cycle, yeah.
0: Every seat open, multi primaries in every seat. Let's start at uh, let, let let's start with Treasure. You've got Governor Parson appointed uh, Vivek Malik to the spot. Yep. You got two primary challenges. Indeed, yes. Southwest Missouri owns Cody Smith plus Andrew Koenig. They all three show up. Who did well? How'd that how that go?
1: So we had, like you said, we had Andrew Koenig. You had, um... and Andrew just got in the race. What last yeah.
0: week? So yeah, he's pretty very new to very it.
1: brand new, brand new to it. Uh, they all showed up. They all gave great speeches. I think, you know, as far as growth that we've seen, so there's a couple of things I like to, I like to qualify a lot of this because not all candidates are created equal or come from the same background. But in people like Andrew Koenig and Cody Smith, you've got seasoned politicians. You know, these are guys that have handled affairs. I mean, Andrew Koenig. I mean, he was the one over in the Senate side. He was tip of the spear in a lot of the heartbeat bill legislation. I would, I would
0: say he's probably been the most successful policymaker in the legislature in the last decade.
1: A hundred, a hundred percent got his fingers it, when you, in big bills. When you factor in everything, you know, my my dear friend Frank Catanzaro was his chief of staff for years and years and years. I've had a close relationship with you know Kane Exalt. Like they do good stuff. Right. And you're absolutely right, especially considering, you know, he was a state rep. He's a state senator now. Back to back terms in a in a district that conventional wisdom said was going to run blue. He's managed to legislate as one of the most conservative senators in the Senate, in the building and still win a election handedly in you know districts that conventional wisdom would say, you know, it'd be a much, much tighter race. Uh, Cody Smith, budget chair. Very competent, well-liked state representative. He's got fantastic name recognition, especially in this neck of the woods and amongst the political class, you know. Uh Vivek Malik, he's a longtime, you know, activist and donor to the party, recently appointed, though. He's never held elected office before, and he just gets jumped straight to the top. Uh, good pick on Governor Parson. You know, I think he's gonna be good for the state. So, all things equal, I would say that of those three that Cody Smith performed strongest, you know, on on his speech, on his speech. You know, he, Cody's the budget guy. He's a finance guy. He really understands, you know, the issues about, like, the money in the state. There is no better guy. Uh, Andrew Koenig did great. Vivek, he's, you know, getting stronger on the stump, and especially considering that this is the first time he's run for office, and he's under enormous pressure, right, running for election to a statewide office. I will say that. I think he's doing well.
0: Also— So there are events that are easy to speak at, events that are tough to speak at. The Newton County one one is tough because it's open air. Absolutely. And frankly, it's in the middle of summer. So it's not like you've got a bunch of people fired up, it's usually a bunch of people sitting in lawn chairs just sort of listening. And yes. so it's
1: not an easy event to speak It at. is not. Your applause lines are probably going to fall flat, not because they're bad, but just because it's 100 degrees. Yeah. We've all been out here for at least an hour, and we're sitting out in the air. And also, like you said, you know, venue has a lot to do with how a speaker's perceived or understood or even handled. So whenever you're like 45 feet away from the stage, 50 feet away from the stage, sound system was great. The Neosho folks really did a good job. It really went off without a hitch, truly. But I mean... It's a difficult one. It, this is really, if I were to pick an event that helps wean the men from the boys, so to speak, as far as public persona, ability to pull off a speech, this is one of those events. It's hot. It's outside. They gave you three minutes. And I mean three minutes. I watched Nick Myers. I just, love it. Just about take the microphone out of Bill Eichel's hand. Like it, like it's, they stick into it. So. All right. Secretary it's a tough of State. One. Secretary of State. So we had Shane Scholler and Denny Hoskins that were there. And, and between, those
0: so far are the only two and so far the listen, only two. Yeah, there, There's been rumors here and there of other people, but right now, nobody else is getting into that race
1: right now. Yeah. So we had a, we had the I know it's only two guys, but we had the entire primary field for secretary of state down there. Both gave strong, both gave strong performances. You know, Denny was able to lean on his experience in the Senate and talk about, you know, the conservative priorities that he's helped get past or seen get past during his tenure in the state Senate. But Shane Scholar, I've got to tell you, this is his neck of the woods. You know, Shane has not been a county elected. You know, he's, you know, former Speaker Pro Tem, former state rep. He's been, you know, Green County's clerk for I think we're getting on 10. I think when you like it's we're getting on 10 years now. And he's not been a county officer that just hangs out, right? Shane is really well-known down in these neck of the woods. In fact, he was the chairman of the Missouri Association of County Clerks, like the head of it, for a couple of years, I believe. And he works closely with the smaller rural counties, you know, whenever election season comes around. Green County, Springfield's kind of the center of gravity around here. So that was his territory. And uh, I think that showed in kind of the response to the speech that it he was got. Who better? I would say, I would definitely say that Scholler was better. He spoke more specifically and poignantly to the role of secretary of state and the exact precise things he's done as Greene County clerk that he will then continue doing as secretary of state that will make elections work good.
0: Now, this is a tough one to ask. Two candidates run for lieutenant governor. Were either of them there?
1: No, 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 they were not. Believe it. Shocker. I mean, no, believe it or not. Rough. Believe it or not, they uh, yeah yeah no, no show in neo show that's no what we're show in neo <laughs> I say, that's the new tag we got.
0: Some, we I mean, if I if I was running for light gov, that would be my tag oh, no, yeah. ne- no show in neo no
1: show and neo show. But yeah, so then then moving over to uh, the, attorney general, yeah, attorney general. I, I don't only one guy again. I, no I, show in neo show again. This is like it
0: pains me to say because in my mind this is one of the six or eight of. I, people it, it, travel all over the state to speak. It's not a match. I mean, and Andrew Koenig,
1: like, Andrew Koenig's a St. Louis County guy, right?
0: And I'm not going to rip on you know small counties and their their Lincoln Days because I, I get it. It's it's.
1: But like if you are statewide and you're going to travel for stuff, this to me is worth traveling for. The watermelon feed is yeah. one of the things you go to, even if I will even say even if it is not particularly well attended. You know, we had Doesn't we matter. had like 155, 165 people there. I say stack that up against your average county, Lincoln Day. Right. It's a roaring success. 160,
0: so, which is a small crowd for Newton County. It it's is. a next, big crowd next most Next year, everywhere. it'll be 300 yeah. people. But it's also Southwest Missouri, Newton County, Jasper County, Barry County. They're all very conservative, mm-hmm. and all these people are from this area. So you think every person you convince at the Newton County watermelon feed that you're the guy— They've got six or eight friends that they're going to talk to over the next and year. About, will also well, vote for you. Well, I heard so-and-so speaking. They were really good. They're like, oh, well, I've just seen both people's ads, but if you like this guy, I'll... I mean, I know, I know somebody, Joelle Cannon, she got an email last night from somebody saying, I heard so-and-so at the Newton County Watermelon Feed. What do you think of them? Good person, bad person. I really like their speech. Just speaking at that event alone made them start being
1: like, I might
0: vote for this person.
1: Yeah, it and matter. that, and that, in that, that, opinion has gotten back up here to springfield like like people in this world people talk so all right so one person showed up in the ag race who was it how do you do that would be will sharf and honestly will if if i'm gonna i'm gonna all go ahead and just say up front that he's gonna be he's one of the top three performers of the evening we had a lot of good speeches he's top three you know you really saw him speak to you know everyone else gave great stump speeches you know lower taxes liberty more results budgets too big good stuff sharf was one of the only candidates that stood up on stage and actually kind of addressed what I what many of us would call the moment that we're in. He talked extensively about his experience, obviously, or as extensively as you can in like three minutes. And then he immediately went into talking about what's happening to President Trump and the greater state of America, broadly speaking, right? Talking about how, you know, our justice system has been turned effectively into a joke, or if you're a little more cynical, a cudgel against right wingers. And that we need somebody in the attorney general's office here in Missouri that's going to stand as a bulwark against that, that says, you know, actually, no, we're not going to play ball with the Biden Justice Department. And that resonated really, really well with the audience. You know, in in a, kind of out in the wild events like this, it's really neat to watch real time what speeches land and what don't. And I can tell you, the speeches that landed, uh, they're going to be, you know. I'll just tell you they're Jay Ashcroft, they were uh, they were Will Sharf, and they were Bill Eigel. Those were three candidates that were directly speaking to the issues of the moment, rather than you know historic GOP Republican talking points. You know, which which are good and solid, but the base, the people attending, they really really responded to talking about the current moment that we were in.
0: All right, main event, governor's race. Two Governor. out of the three showed up.
1: We no did, show yes. in the
0: O show was.
1: Uh, it was it was Mike Kehoe, which I. I'll just just briefly about about Kehoe. I don't see this campaign going. I mean, they'll spend a ton of money. They'll get a good share of the vote. But between, you know, blowing off a great big grassroots community event like like Neo show, like what happened in Neo show, you know, the, Kehoe's team knows better. They ought to know better. These are seasoned hats not showing up to that. And also just the Kansas City Star report that talked about how he's willing to moderate our anti-abortion laws. That's, that's just not gonna fly. This, this primary is filled with hardcore right wingers. But yeah, Kehoe no showed. The people that showed up were <laughs> Kehoe no show in Neosho. Uh, and the, uh, the candidates for governor that were there were Bill Igel and Jay Ashcroft
0: and Chris Wilson.
1: Oh, yes. And, and, uh, Chris no, oh gosh, you're right. And Chris, uh, Right. Chris Wright. Yes. Chris, Chris Wright. Chris Chris, Wright. Gave, Chris Gray gave a good speech. He talked about teacher he's a, pay. He's a Joplin guy, right? He is. Yeah, that's his turf. So he gave a great speech about, you know, teacher pay, about drug and children trafficking, you know, important issues. Uh, he's really starting to kind of I've seen him at a couple events. He's getting a little more comfortable with this thing called running for office. But the, the I
0: wouldn't quantify him as a. As a, a threat, at least not yet. No,
1: not yet. I, I would that that that's fair and that is safe. You know, he's a good guy, but we're we're talking about there's some real heavy heavy names in the game. Uh, I think you know. I think that Jay Ashcroft ended up performing the best. You know, he's got his routine down. He's got the message you know that he needs to deliver really down about like you know you know we have Republican supermajorities. Does it feel like we're getting Republican supermajority results? Does it feel like leadership from the top is as solid and as aggressive as it needs to be? And he also talked about, you know, the the real concrete things that he's done. You know, whenever the Department of Justice said, we want to put people in Boone County to watch your voting, he said, go pound sand. Whenever, you know, the libraries were really kicking against the legislature because they desperately want to keep porn in the kids section, Jay was like, uh, Ashcroft was like, you know what, we're going to we're going to actually we're going to mess with your budget some actually, you know, you don't get to use money from us to put obscene material in front of kids. And uh, you know, there was a lot of talk about the anti Chinese land ownership bills that have been going around. So, you know, he's hitting on concrete things that he's done priorities that the people care about a solid three minute performance as, as well as you can.
0: What's the, you know, uh, as you look at the next year, you got a year till the primaries. It's like a year from, I don't know, tomorrow or something.
1: I think at, at the watermelon feed, Nick said that it was exactly uh, 53 weeks away.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh what other candidates do we expect to do? We how many more candidates do we expect to announce?
1: I, no major ones, to be honest. I really feel like the gravity has been soaked up in the primary already. You know, all of these guys. So politicians are, in fact, politicians. Like them, hate them. They're looking to the next election, and I think most of these guys, after you know the giant round of appointments that happened in the twenty twenty election, after Parson moved up and then you know, you know moved up Schmidt, moved up Fitzpatrick, like all these up upstream things happened. Anyone that wanted to run for statewide office immediately started thinking about it and planning for it. And I think that's what we're looking at, you know, is the people that can have and I don't expect a lot of entries.
0: Let's say you're an up and coming Politico in Missouri and you're thinking, you know, 52 weeks out, I want to make my announcement. What's the spot that you you look at?
1: the spies in like which office
0: yeah do, do, do any of these have oxygen left to
1: jump 100 percent you jump into lieutenant governor's race okay over huh. secretary of state absolutely 100 percent yeah Why oh, lieutenant 100%. Governor? well first of all lieutenant governor i mean come on i think we all know it's common knowledge in missouri politics that the best job in the world, that the best job in the in the building i'd is say easiest go. i'd say easiest well easiest best i mean you could it's got no term limits you know you can run and run, and run and that run and run you can just you can hang around until and also you're the lieutenant governor like you know you might be we like to make jokes, you know, the old joke about the vice president is that the vice president is a, a room temperature bucket of spit that's just waiting. Uh, but you're I, also a heartbeat away. You're also a heartbeat away, exactly. And, I mean, like, let's be honest. There have there has not been a governor in Missouri history, or I would say recent history or maybe history in general, that has had more influence over the statewide bench than Mike Parson. For sure. And he was lieutenant governor. Yeah. He was not running for governor. He was not looking to the governor's mansion. He was going to be Luke Gov, and then he was going to go home. And, and I would agree. he has appointed Ev- almost every statewide that's Everybody running right but now. Jay. Everyone but Jay Ashcroft. Now,
0: I would agree that there's oxygen in the lieutenant governor's race, but there's also more money in that race
1: than yes, Secretary very of State. True. Very and
0: true. that's the one thing, you know, in the Secretary of State's race, if I was from the St. Louis, St. Charles area, where there's a lot of Republicans, mm-hmm. and I had money, I would, I would make a play for Secretary of State. Absolutely. Because if there's nobody geographically cutting into your base. You got some money. You can, you can make moves if i wasn't from that area and i wanted to run a more of a conservative outsider campaign then light gov would be the pick.
1: Exactly. Those That's are the two, exactly what i would yeah,
0: say. Those are the two seats that i feel like have a little oxygen. Uh all the other i mean ag those guys are locked in a death match. Oh yeah. Governor you i have a hard time seeing you either outrace Kehoe or beat the ashcroft name. Treasury, you've already got three candidates from three parts of the state. Lots of money in the race. Those
1: don't have any oxygen. Yeah, that's the secretary of state and like There's like a crack of o- crack of sunlight. It's running out. You it got is like running. You got like thirty days, people. Hundred percent. So if anyone out there, if some secret conservative millionaire is listening to the Elijah Har show right now, you got oh, four weeks. Let's play that game.
0: If there was a <laughs> surprise name, Ooh. let's say Garrett likes to play this game of run so and so's campaign. So it'd be like run. Joe Rogan's campaign for, for, let's say you could pick one person in the state and you get to run their campaign for statewide office. What office and who's the person?
1: Uh, David Limbaugh, lieutenant governor, or Carl Edwards, governor. Oh, I was going to take Carl Edwards. I, I know that's name. not fair. I know that's not fair. I Carl took that Edwards, one the
0: race car driver for Columbia, he's going to run one of these days. He'd get into a race with what? 75% name ID. At least. Plus, he'd have millions of dollars spent. That to me is the best candidate in the state. If he jumped into a race.
1: Absolutely. This is a person. This is a person that really would get the advantage of being able to come in with like very rarely is coming into a race without a record to your advantage, because usually you'll get pummeled to death over the fact that you don't know what you're doing. And that's an effective ploy. But I feel like Trump may have changed that math forever. He might have. Just forever. Still, you know, a rule, a general rule, but there's exceptions to the rules that, yeah, those, those would be my two.
0: Carl's so great because NASCAR is so intertwined with the Republican Party. Yeah. He's got a great name ID. He's young. He's, he's got financial resources. His, uh, his youthfulness would, you know, he was famous for when he'd win car races, he'd do a backflip off the car. Yep. And he, I, I just imagine him at the watermelon feed, give a speech and then do a backflip off the stage. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, it would be plus you, if I were him. He's the only guy I would run for office in a NASCAR outfit. Like, yeah, one million I would. Percent. I would buy, I mean, you go down to Southeast, I would do a, like, I'd do a dirt road circuit if I was running his campaign. <laughs> He'd go to Springfield Raceway
1: and just shake. I mean, it you, would you be. You remember the Trump caravans? You yes! The Trump, you, would have, oh my. you would have organic Carl Edwards caravans it would happening be all up and down the state. I that mean, would be you, so you much could fun. Not, you could not keep the people away. Garrett? Who would you draft in the state to run for office? Oh, guys, look, I'm I'm not well versed <laughs> in any like richer people. I don't know. You know what? I don't. He, he's not from here, and he wouldn't. He he doesn't live here, but he did for a long time. Could you imagine if Yadier Molina or Albert Pujols tried to run for state held office? That'd be amazing. Okay, I would think it'd be amazing, but I've got a hot take on sports. Like athletes running for public office, it will be and has always been a catastrophe.
0: Not always. We've had something. Ben Bradley was a U.S. or Bill Bradley was a U.S. senator for years from yeah. New Jersey, and uh, Tom Osborne was a was he the congressman or senator from
1: uh, Nebraska for years? I, I Nebraska seems right. That seems yeah. right. Well, I know
0: was in Nebraska. I was trying to think if he was a senator or a congressman, but he was he was in office for years.
1: They have a better track record than TV doctors so far so i will say Herschel <laughs> walker did not
0: help the athletes cause. no no he
1: did not but then again but then again we really we really got a nice sampling of two candidates from opposite ends of the of the hypothetical world that just sucked so bad that i mean my i mean my goodness i mean freaking dr oz got beat by the freaking witless wonder of pennsylvania the, the Vegetable Man himself, uh, Fetterman. Oz was a terrible.
0: kid. I mean, he wasn't fr- He he hadn't lived in Pennsylvania in years. He had terrible, terrible
1: name. I, like, and I'm sorry, you don't get to be awkward, uncomfortable, and disconnected if you're in the Republican primary or in the or in the general election. You don't get to be awkward, disconnected, uh, have residency questions floating around you, and also have your first name be Mehmet. Yeah, you don't get like there. It was just such a perfect confluence. Everything was bad of, about. It. Yeah, everything was bad about that's, it.
0: That's you know that you think about if you were recruiting a type of candidate, he would have been everything that's wrong. Other than almost, he had money. Almost Other than exactly, had, yeah, 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 almost and exactly. And this is one of the problems that you see with a lot of actors or or, or sports athletes. Rarely are they f- f- affiliated with one state their entire life. Yeah, you know they they've probably been, like I remember. You know, people were like, oh, Nolan Ryan should run for governor of Texas, which is great. But, you know, he pitched in California yeah, and he he's not in a, New York. He's, he's, and like, he's not a now guy. He's now, pretty, guy. Seen, now he's pretty seen now as a Texan guy. But it's the same thing when Tucker Carlson, people started talking about Tucker Carlson running for president. It's like, until you're the guy that they're trying to tear down, you don't know how tough it is. If you're Tucker and you decide to run suddenly there's a lot of stuff that's fair game about you that wasn't fair game before
1: well i i feel like tucker might be able to weather a storm like that a little bit better than the average situation because i mean he's tucker carlson i mean if you ask the average you know if you ask the average commie journalist you know if you could you know if you could slip a secret pill into someone's drink who would it be they'd pick tucker carlson or donald trump yeah or Joe Rogan, like the, uh, or George. Elon Musk, yeah, I, or, the four of the Republican, the horsemen or, of the Republican yeah. alternative class. But yeah, so yeah, Newton County, they put on a great event. Nick Myers was a great MC. The candidates, you know, credit to every single guy that showed up and <laughs> took the time to be there because it, it's. I mean, shoot, I live down here. It was an hour and fifteen minute drive for me. The St. Louis guys, the Warrensburg guy, like these, some real travel was made to get down here, and that's what matters. Prove to people that you sh- can show up. Prove to people that you care enough to, I mean, you get down there, you give a three-minute speech. I'll tell you what, I got to really see some candidates. I got to see who wanted it and who was just there. And that is going to become more and more obvious as more time goes by. As we wrap up the interview, two questions.
0: First question of the day, have you bought a Mega Millions (laughs) ticket? I have not. If you buy what, and you what, would you take the lump sum or would you take the annuity?
1: I'm taking the annuity. Uh, no, not the annuity. Opposite of the annuity. The lump sum. I'm taking the lump sum. Pre- and this would have been my answer prior to me listening to you on the drive-in. It's because I don't think the financial system that we're currently couched in is around to That's see my the end biggest of that. Thirty concern, years, especially. Yeah, I, I am buying as much land. I, am, I am. You know, whatever debt my family has uh, is paid off. A million dollars goes to my parish, and then the rest is like. Land, dude. I'm, I'm I'm buying a house in Monaco. I'm buying. Uh, I'm I'm gonna buy so much. I'd buy so much land down that, here. I would. I would be. The, I would build a golf course to put Johnny Morris's Big Cedar to shame. I don't care if it cost me every dime I had. You'd have to. You'd have to spend most of your money if hey, you're hey, you know that what hey, 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 you know what? If, I, if I'm left with a, with a meager fifty-five million, but I get to make the best golf course in the freaking fifty states. I think that's compensation in and of itself. Like the types of people you could attract down here with something like that. I mean, come on. You, final it question. does need to be a money-making venture. I agree with you, Does though. it it's, have to be? Ab- absolutely. I mean, eventually you have, to, you have to do something. Hey, we're talking about money I'm never going to win and that I do not have. I'll spend it on whatever the heck I want. That's a, that's a fair point.
0: <laughs> All right, but, final question. If people
1: want to follow along with you on social media, how do they do that?
0: Well, I don't think I asked Chris Russell that question. Oh, just just, just Google, on? Social
1: media. Google Chris Russell. He's actually a little bit famous. He's not that hard to find. Yeah, he's me. Fine. On the other hand, uh, I'm Chandler Haynes six on Twitter. I really don't do Facebook. I also don't really do Instagram. I also really don't do Twitter right now because do I got, do I got, I got thrown on. No, I don't do TikTok. What do I look like? Come on, come Wait, on, wh- come on! Wh- what happened to the other five Chandler Haynes? That's what I'm concerned about. <laughs> the other five? Well, you, you know, Taylor they were six? they were demolished in demo. <laughs> it took five uh, runs to get to the finished product we have now. So that's terrifying, right? Like I'm I'm the final product. What was imagine? Chandler Haynes one? Uh, it was it, it was it was it was fat. It was it was it was not good. <laughs> But uh, and beyond that, I also uh, I'm running a, a small project that's uh, focused on doing political uh, p- uh, policy and uh, and particularly campaign work, the Populares project. So look up Project Populare on Twitter or Chandler Haines six.
0: All right. We'll be right back. We'll wrap up the show. We'll preview a little bit of what's coming up tomorrow. Stick around for that.
1: To understand what God has willed, what God has planned. I only know at His right hand stands one who is my savior. What happens next?
0: Pay hey, your fair
1: share. Raising taxes happens right here. Fentanyl cartels are responsible for the death.